Let's go talk to Dan Miller, TV guy down in Detroit, talented voice of your Detroit Lions. Want to get his thoughts on the Super Bowl on Sunday. But uh, first, Sadiq Bagon. I, I, I don't know what the Pistons are doing. Are they not going to hit the restart button? They have a ton of young talent, maybe more young talent than anybody in the league, but second worst record. I, I'm trying to figure out what the blueprint and plan is. Yeah, I got to be honest, I'm not sure. And that's not me taking a shot at him. I, I just really don't know what the direction they're thinking is. And you're kind of amassing all these big men, which not really a big man's league. I love Duran. I think he's going to be just terrific. And I can see the upside there and, and what he's doing. I, I've you know only seen Weissman play a very limited amount because he's really only played a limited amount. But... Maybe they see something in his potential there. Um, you know, Bay had kind of stalled and, and gotten to a point where I think they were looking at him and thinking, all right, we're probably not going to pay this guy. Let's see what we can do. And based on some of the things I'm reading, I guess Weaver, at least when he came out, really liked Weissman. So, so we'll have to see. I don't, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's, it's a tough team to watch right now. Granted, they're missing their best player, which is kind of a tough position to put anybody in, but um, I'd, I'd like to see some direction. And, and the thing that kind of concerns me is they're going to be even younger next year. I mean, they're going to, they're, they're, you know, I was talking to, we used Tim McCormick on Sunday nights at our place, and I was talking to him about this. And it's, you know, they're going to be even younger. And it's, it's, you could see another year of some pain next year. And the, the lack of defensive awareness and sometimes the lack of effort on defense, frankly, just concerns you. So, I'd love to see this thing take shape. I see some pieces there that, that you can be excited about, but it's 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 a tough thing to rebuild a basketball team, and they're finding that out. I'm with you on everything you said. I've been you know saying that for the last two months, if not the entire season on the huge show across Michigan. I, I, Casey's not going to be the guy. I, I think he'll he'll probably be there for another year because you're so young. You're not close to winning. You don't need to make the Larry Brown move and get rid of Carlisle uh, when you're ready to win a championship. You know, a year ago, we were high on the Pistons. We were high on the Tigers. We thought the Wings, now with the coaching change, they would push for the playoffs. They still technically are. It's going to be tough. The East is loaded. I get it. Uh, We were high on the Lions in the offseason with the way they finished uh, 2021. And now, uh, the most comfortable conversation I could have about a team ready to be in the playoffs it's the Lions by far. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in fairness to the Pistons, and I, you know, I, it, it, it really was a brutal hit this year to lose Kate Cunningham. Right. I mean, if we're talking about a young team developing, you want your young, your best player who is going to handle the ball the most to be out there to help you bring this thing along, and they're going to lose a whole year of Cade development, of Cade developing with these guys together. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Casey. I'm not so sure he will be back next year. I think he'll still be part of the organization, if I don't miss my guess. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's a different voice there next year uh, as, as these guys kind of really embark on an important season with another significant piece that they get in this year's draft. I just... I think there comes a point where it, it gets stale and you've got to have a new voice. Now, look, I, I'm i not putting this thing on Dwayne Casey in any way, shape, or form, uh, but I, I I would be surprised. I'd even go so far as to say that if there's not somebody new next year uh, giving this team some direction. And, again, I believe he'll be in the organization. He is 
he has taken the the bullets and the slings and the arrows and, and trying to get this thing together. But you can't have another season of these guys playing the way that they play right now because you are developing bad habits and you are developing, you know, a way of playing in the NBA where you can't survive. I mean, just again, just watching them attempt to play defense is, is really painful with this team. What about Ishbia? Uh, you talk about a splash. He just gets recently approved by the NBA Board of Governors as the owner taking over the Phoenix Suns. Then he okays the Kevin Durant deal. And now uh, they have Paul Durant. You want a big three, maybe even a big four there in Phoenix with Booker, the Grand Rapids kid out of Kentucky. Uh, Ishbia just gets it. He, he just elevated the value of his franchise. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's such did. a smart I business mean, guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, I, I do have some concern about trading for a 34-year-old player who has had injury issues. I love Kevin Durant. He's a great player. He's a Hall of Famer. He's an all-timer. But I, I do have some concerns about that. But, in you know, the difference between being in Ishbia's position and being in the Pistons' position is, you know, you're close. You, you can make that deal. You can trade those number ones and then try to make a run at it. The downside is if, if he has another injury or something along those lines, it's, it's problematic. I think Chris Paul, there's some questions about where he's at in his career arc. He hasn't looked as good this year. Um, but, look, why not? Uh, you, you're, you're trying to make a run at it. Um, you can't make that trade if you're the Pistons. You can't trade for a 34-year-old guy. And, and it's so, I mean, if we found anything out about the NBA, it is that it's almost become a little bit like baseball, where if you're close, you do whatever you can to make it happen that year. I mean, Teams give up high-ranking prospects to make a run at it if they feel like they got a chance in August or July or something like that. And in the NBA, you're willing to trade those picks if you feel like you got a chance. Then you try to, if it doesn't work out, you figure it out later. But look, the Suns weren't winning a title with the team they had. A healthy Durant and a rejuvenated Chris Paul, they, they're right in there. They might win the title this year. So it was the difference between plotting along or taking a significant risk and chance with your future and having a chance to win a title. But when you win a title, you usually can buy a little time with the fan base and the critics. And no doubt. Ishmael just, he, he gets it. I, I really think he, you know, with all the interest he had in the NBA, he might have looked long and hard and talked with Gores about the Pistons, but you're such a ways off on that that the Phoenix move was the right move for him. I think Durant doesn't have to come in and score 30 a game with the scores they have, especially a younger Booker, and give them, you know, 18, 20 a game and just another guy you have to double or defend. Uh, crazy day, though, with Bay ending up with the Hawks' wise one coming in. Uh, before I let you go, I originally wanted to, uh, when we booked you, to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl on Sunday. Who's your pick, Chiefs or the Eagles? I'll take the Eagles. I think it's going to be a fascinating game. I think they've been the best team all year. Uh, I think they've got the balance offense and defense. I mean, you know, it's just stunning when you look at that team putting up 70 sacks this year. They get after the quarterback. If Mahomes isn't moving like he normally moves, I think that's going to be problematic for them. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't put a dime on this game. I think it's it's a razor's edge type of game. Uh, I just take Philadelphia because I just think right now, having seen all year, they've been the team to me that's answered the most questions and, and answered the most challenges. So uh, forced to make a pick, I'd take them. But I, I really think it's going to be a terrific game. I don't think there's much separation between these two teams. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. 
You're always a lot of fun on air. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, TV guy in Detroit. Danny, thanks for your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. He likes the Eagles. I like the Chiefs.